Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else. Welcome to the Three-Way Quizzo podcast for the week of Sunday, May the 13th, 2012. Hello, everybody. Good evening, good day, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. Welcome to this, our most recent Philadelphia-style pub quiz podcast. Uh, if you have not played before, don't worry. I'm about to go through the rules. The rules are pretty simple. This is going to be a three-round trivia game, right? So round one, round two, round three. If you're playing against somebody else, whoever has the highest score at the end of those three rounds will be the winner. Now, that sounds easy, a little too easy, you may be thinking. And you're right. Uh, there are a couple very important things to keep in mind about this. First of all, it's a written game, all right? You can shout the answers out if you'd like, but you're really just helping the people you're competing against. Also, we'll do the questions, and then we'll do the answers, and then we'll move on to round two and do the same, and round three and do the same. So keep in mind something called the Joker. The Joker is very important in the game. It's like a blind double. You get to use it on one of your three rounds. So whichever round you choose to Joker, all of the regular points that you got right in that round double in value. So if you got seven right and you choose to joker that round, that turns into 14 points. If you got eight right and you joker, that turns into 16 points, etc. Um, now, the important things about the joker, like I said, first of all, you only get to use it on one of your three rounds. Second of all, you do have to choose to use it before you hear any of the answers to a round. It's a blind double. You can't know how well you did. Uh, and... Most importantly, only your 10 regular points can double on your joke around, okay? Bonus points, extra credit points, they never double. To get a bonus point or an extra credit point, you do have to get the underlying original question correct. So, like, if I ask a bonus on question number one, and you get question number one wrong, but you get the bonus right, you don't get any points. You have to get the original question to have a shot at that bonus question. Also, spelling isn't all that important in this game. You are not going to lose points for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question was to correctly spell something. Uh -huh. Same thing goes for full names. Unless I say otherwise, a full name is not necessary. Just a first name that's correct or just a last name that's correct is usually good enough for the point. Don't abuse that, though. Sometimes I might forget. It's called the Brady Rule. Uh, like if it was a question about a member of the Brady Bunch. Please don't just write down Brady, that's shitty, and you don't deserve any points for that. What else? Uh, team limit is typically six people per team, but since you are playing on your own, do as you see fit. Uh, however, that being said, don't cheat. Really don't cheat. What's the point? I mean, why would you cheat? Just use your brain. It's fun. And remember, success is not possible without failure, so it's okay if you get some questions wrong. So just use your brain. That means no books or magazines or newspapers or computers or encyclopedias or Kindles or Nooks or iPads or old Apple Newtons. Just use your brains. They're pretty good. Believe in your brains. They can do it. And so can you. Um, what else? Sometimes I make mistakes. Like, I thought that was going to be a funny line about trusting your brain, and it wasn't. Uh, that means sometimes I'm dead wrong about the answer to a question. I don't think it's happened yet, but it's possible. It's possible. Also, sometimes maybe I omit uh, uh, an answer that is good. If you think that I am wrong like that, feel free to overrule me. You guys are kind of the bosses, because to me, you are like the souls of as-yet-unborn children. Maybe you're out there. 
but there's really no reason for me to believe in you. Ah, that joke didn't work either. Uh, anyway, sometimes I make mistakes. If you think that I did, email me, lord it over me. Hell, maybe you even want to email me and tell me you thought those jokes were hilarious. The email address is threewayquizzo. That's the numeral three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com. Threewayquizzo at gmail.com. Um, and what else? Oh, this is a drinking person's game. Yeah, believe it or not, I haven't even opened my beer. This is going to be a good one, folks. Um, people die every day, but we are not dead yet, so let's have a toast and celebrate uh, the fact that things are not as bad as they could be, you know? So cheers, slencha, chin chin, prost, whatever it is you say. Here is to you, and here is to us. Cheers, everybody. Hmm. Mmm, that'll do. Uh, let's continue with the game. Round number one, question number one. Round one, question number one. What cult director, and by cult director, I don't mean like Charles Manson or the guy who cut off his nuts and ate poisoned applesauce. No, I mean a director of a cult entertainment. It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, it could be more than one of each. What cult director is the director of the new film Avengers? What cult director has helmed the new Avengers movie, the big box office smash? What's the name of the director? Question number two. Question number two. The actor, comedian, writer... Donald Glover. Donald Glover is his name. Uh, he has written and appeared on shows like 30 Rock. On what television show is he a current regular cast member? What TV show would you find Donald Glover on right now as a current regular cast member? And for a point of extra credit, he's not just a writer slash actor slash comedian. He's also a musician when he performs hip hop. What stage name does he perform under for a point of extra credit? So for the point, tell me on which TV show he currently is a cast member. And for a point of extra credit, when performing hip-hop, what pseudonym does he perform under? Question number three. Question number three. There is a soft drink. It's a non-carbonated soft drink. It started out its life as an ice cream topping, like a thick syrup made out of guava, orange, papaya, passion fruit, pineapple, apricot, and apple. And then someone mixed in water with it and was like, hey, this is actually pretty good. Uh, also, the mascot for this soft drink sometimes appears on Philly's scoreboards when Philadelphia Philly Shane Victorino is playing. What? soft drink is that? So what soft drink? It originally started out as an ice cream topping made of apple, guava, papaya, apricot, orange, passion fruit, and pineapple. And the mascot sometimes appears on the scoreboard when Philadelphia Philly Shane Victorino is playing. What soft drink is that? Question number four, question number four, believe it or not, later this year, 
we will all behold the 20th anniversary of Stone Temple Pilots' major label debut. What was the name of Stone Temple Pilots' debut album? Or what was the name of the first single from that album? Either name the album or the first single from the album to get the point. Name both the album and the first single and get a point of extra credit. Stone Temple Pilots, the band with Scott Weiland and those two brothers and another guy. Uh, their first album came out 20 years ago this year. Either tell me the name of the album or tell me the name of the first single off of that album. Name both the album and the single and you get a point of extra credit. Question number five, question number five, Robert Griffin the third. Robert Griffin the third, although he's a rookie, he's going to be the starting quarterback for what NFL team? Robert Griffin the third, this news was just announced. He is a rookie. He was born in 1990. That means he was two when Stone Temple Pilots' first album came out. Oh, boy. Um, on what NFL team is he going to be the starting quarterback? Robert Griffin the third. Question number six. Question number six. What Nickelodeon cartoon character has been voiced by the following actors? You've got Kathleen Hurleys. That's H-E-R-L-E-S. Like Samuel, Kathleen Hurleys. Caitlin Sanchez. That's Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N and Sanchez the standard spelling, and Fatima Patacek. Fatima, like Our Lady of, or Muhammad's daughter. Patacek, that's P like Peter, T like Thomas, A-C-E-K. What Nickelodeon cartoon character has been voiced by Kathleen Hurleys, Caitlin Sanchez, and Fatima Patacek? Question number seven. Question number seven. Ellen Johnson, Sirleaf, and Charles Taylor. They've both been president of the same country. What country is it? Ellen Johnson, Sirleaf, and Charles Taylor have both been president of the same exact country. Which country is that? Question number eight. Question number eight. Here are four words. Write them down if you think you might forget them. You've got baby, like an infant baby. Blue, as in the color blue. Liberty, as in I am not at liberty to discuss. And ma, like the opposite of pa. Baby, blue, liberty, and ma. Give me a word. It's one word that either goes before each of them to make four familiar phrases, or it's a word that only goes after them to make four familiar phrases. So give me a word that just goes before each of them to make four familiar phrases, or it's a word that just goes after them to make four familiar phrases. Just one or the other, all before or all after. What word fits the bill? Baby, blue, liberty, and ma. What word attaches to them in the same place to make four familiar phrases? 
Question number nine. Question number nine. The name of what type of machine comes from Greek and means spiral wing? The name of what type of machine comes from Greek for spiral wing? Spiral, like the thing that cartoon characters get in their eyes when they are hypnotized or crazy. And wing, like the thing that bats and birds both have. The name of what machine comes from Greek for spiral wing? And question number 10. Question number 10 is about someone with a somewhat ironic name. Um, round one, question number 10. Which Bob, that's a first name as in short for Robert, which Bob resigned from the U.S. Senate in 1995 after many credible reports of sexual assault. He sexually assaulted and or sexually harassed many females, some of them his staffers. Which Bob resigned from the Senate in 1995 after many, 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 many allegations of sexual assault? And I told you his last name is a bit ironic considering which Bob is that. All right, let's run through these questions one last time, just in case you need a refresher, and then I'll give you guys some time to think about your answers. Round number one, question number one, what cult director directed the new Avengers film? Question number two, Donald Glover, writer, actor, comedian, slash hip-hop artist, is currently a regular cast member on what television show? For a point of extra credit, under what pseudonym does he perform hip-hop? Question number three, what non-carbonated soft drink was originally an ice cream topping made of apple, guava, papaya, apricot, orange, passion fruit, and pineapple? And the mascot sometimes appears on the scoreboard when Philadelphia Philly Shane Victorino plays. Which soft drink is that? Question number four, Stone Temple Pilots, their debut album, or their debut single from that album. Tell me one of those, and you get the point. Tell me both of those, and you get a point of extra credit. Question number five, Robert Griffin III. Uh, it was just announced that although he's a rookie, he's going to be the starting quarterback for what NFL team? Question number six, which Nickelodeon cartoon character has been voiced by Kathleen Hurley's, Caitlin Sanchez, and Fatima Patachek? Question number seven, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf and Charles Taylor have both been president of the same country. Which country is that? Question number eight, Baby Blue Liberty and ma. Give me one word that fits either before each of them or fits after each of them. It has to fit in the same place for each to make four familiar phrases. What one word fits the bill? Question number nine. Which machine's name, the type of what machine, has a name that comes from Greek for spiral wing? And question number ten. Which Bob resigned from the Senate in 1995 after many credible allegations arose of him sexually harassing and sexually assaulting many women, which Bob with an ironic last name is that. All right, everybody. So that's it for round number one. Uh, the thing about the Joker, remember, you can Joker this round if you want to. It'll make all of your regular points double in value. So if you got eight right, you get at least 16 points. But remember, 
it doesn't make bonus points double. And if you use your Joker for this round, you don't get to use it for round number two or round number three, okay? Okay. And if you need some more time and you don't want to hear the answers yet, then I suggest that you press pause. And unpause the answers to round number one, round number one. Question number one, he's a cult director. He's also the director of the Avengers. Who is that? That is Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, director of the Avengers. Joss Whedon. Question number two, Donald Glover is currently a cast member on Community, the TV show Community. And for a point of extra credit, when he performs hip-hop, he performs under the name Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Question number three, Shane Victorino. He's from Hawaii, so they have Punchy the Puncher. The mascot for Hawaiian Punch appears on the scoreboard sometimes when he is playing. And yes, Hawaiian Punch originally started out as a thicker, sweeter, redder product. Weird. Even weirder, Punchy the Puncher. Yeah, swear to God, that's his name, Punchy the Puncher. He doesn't punch anymore. Now he just gives a hang-loose sign. What have we become? First Cookie Monster, and now Punchy the Puncher. God damn it. Question number four, STP. Their debut album was called Core. Core, like the center of the earth. Core. Uh, and the first single off of Core was Sex Type Thing. So if you put down either Core or sex type thing, you get a point. If you put both of them down, you get a point of extra credit. Question number five, uh, the rookie who's going to be the starting quarterback, Robert Griffin III, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins. Question number six, the Nickelodeon cartoon character who has been voiced by Kathleen Hurley's Caitlin Sanchez and Fatima Patacek. Apparently, you get to talk for her until your voice changes or you start wearing a retainer, it's Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. Question number seven, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Very good president. And she's currently the president of this country. And she's the first female president of this country. And Charles Taylor, not such a good president of this country. It's Liberia. They've both been president of Liberia. Question number eight, baby blue. Liberty and Ma. Uh, it's not Bird. Ma Bird, really? Ma Bird? Okay, that is kind of funny. Uh, the answer I was looking for, this is a shout-out to MCA. Goodbye, MCA, wherever you are. I hope maybe you're right and you're now a baby. Uh, it's Ma Bell. I got the ill communication. Ma Bell. Liberty Bell. Blue Bell and Baby Bell. Bell. Question number nine. The type of machine whose name comes from Greek for spiral wing, uh, spiral, like your DNA spiral, helico, and then wing is pter, like pterodactyl, so helicopter, that's where we got that word. Question number 10, the Bob with the unfortunate last name, who resigned from the Senate in 1995 after many, 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 many credible allegations of sexual harassment and assault surfaced. It's Bob Packwood. Bob Packwood was his name. And he's still very powerful, just not accountable to the people anymore. All right. Boy. Um, so let's continue with the game. I will try to stay off that soapbox, and we will finish this up without any trouble or hopefully outside interference.
uh, round number two, question number one. Round number two, question number one. What television miniseries this is? A relatively well-known television miniseries featured the following actors. You've got uh, Dennis Christopher, Dennis Christopher, the main guy from Breaking Away who shaves his legs and sings opera. Dennis Christopher. Richard Thomas, he was John Boy, the guy with the mole on the Waltons. John Ritter, John Ritter of Three's Company fame. Seth Green, Seth Green, who played Scott Evil in the Austin Power series. And Jonathan Brandis, who, take your pick, you might know him best, either from the Rodney Dangerfield vehicle Ladybugs or from the Roy Scheider vehicle Sequest DSV. So Dennis Christopher, Richard Thomas, John Ritter. Seth Green and Jonathan Brandis all co-starred on what television miniseries? Question number two. Question number two. What type of animal is the fur de lance? That's fur, F like Frank, E-R, fur, D, that's D like David, E, Lance, L-A-N-C-E, like to pop a boil. What kind of animal is a fer de lance? Question number three. Question number three. The prefix Celino. Celino. It's like Selena, the Mexican lady who got shot a lot, but with an O at the end instead of an A. Celino is a prefix. That refers to what heavenly body? Celino refers to what heavenly body when it's a prefix? Question number four. Question number four. There is a compound word that is the answer to this question. What compound word is commonly used in baseball? You might also hear it at a police station. And finally, it was the name of a current affairs program on Fox News. So what compound word is that? Oh, and when, it's, when it was the title of the Fox News show, it was the and then the compound word. Okay, okay. So what compound word is commonly used in baseball? It's also likely to be heard at a police station. And finally, it was the name of a current affairs show on Fox News Channel, where it was the, and then the word. What word is that? Question number five. Question number five. The name of what plant means rose tree, which is kind of silly because it's certainly not a rose, and it's often a shrub. What plant is that? Its name means rose tree which is not such an apt name. This is not a rose, and it's often a shrub. A plant is that. Question number six. Question number six. What is the job of Ken Salazar? Ken Salazar, even though he sounds like a bad guy from 24, he's actually a member of Barack Obama's cabinet. What is his job title? Ken Salazar. He's in Barack Obama's cabinet. What is his job title?
Question number seven. Question number seven. What exactly? We're going to do this SAT style, all right? So what? I shouldn't say what exactly. Tell me which of the following best fits the definition of this word. The word is vicissitudes. Vicissitudes. That's V like Victor. I C like Charlie. I S S like the International Space Station. I T like Thomas. U D like David. E S vicissitudes. Are vicissitudes A the nice things in life? B one's forebears or ancestors. C unpleasant changes in circumstances or d daily provisions like food and water of those four choices which best fits the definition of vicissitudes again it's a the nice things in life b one's forebears or ancestors c unpleasant changes in circumstances or d daily provisions like food and water. Question number eight. Question number eight. What is the highest rank achievable in the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts of America? What is the highest rank one can achieve ever in the Boy Scouts of America? What's the highest rank you can get? Question number nine, question number nine, which continent, which continent of Earth, which continent is home to the highest number of marsupial species? Which continent is home to the highest number of marsupial species? For a point of extra credit, which continent comes in at number two on that same list? So for the point, tell me the continent that has the largest number of marsupial species. And for a point of extra credit, tell me which continent has the second most number of marsupial species. And question number 10. Round number two, question number 10. This is about a musical artist. This musical artist originally saw most success as part of a duo and saw probably the least amount of success as a solo artist with the Broadway show Cape Man. So this musical artist originally saw most success as a member of a duo and the low point of this musical artist's career was as a solo artist with the Broadway show Cape Man. A cape, the thing that Superman wears, and man like the second part of Superman's name. Who is that? All right. So, let's go through all of these questions one last time, and then I will leave you in peace, I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky, I swear. Uh, round number two, question number one. What TV miniseries featured the actors Dennis Christopher, Richard Thomas, John Ritter, Seth Green, and Jonathan Brandis? Question number two, specifically, what type of animal is the fur de lance?
Question number three, the prefix Celino, S-E-L-E-N-O. That's a prefix, and it refers to what heavenly body? Question number four, what compound word is commonly used in baseball and also commonly used at police stations? Finally, it was also the title of a current affairs program that aired on Fox News, and the title was the, and then the compound word. What compound word is that? Question number five, the name of what plant means rose tree, which is kind of stupid because this is not a rose plant and it's often a shrub. Question number six, Ken Salazar, important guy with an evil sounding name, but really he is in President Barack Obama's candidate. What is his job title? Question number seven, what are vicissitudes? Please pick the answer that is closest to the actual definition. Is it A, the nice things in life? B, one's forebears or ancestors? C, unpleasant changes in circumstances? Or D, daily provisions like food and water? Question number eight, what is the highest rank one can achieve in the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts of America. What's the highest rank available? Question number nine, which continent is home to the largest number of marsupial species? For a point of extra credit, which continent comes in at number two? And question number 10, originally successful as part of a duo, what musical artist went solo and saw his or her career low point was probably the Broadway bomb Cape Man. Who is that? Which musical artist? There you go. That's all we got. That's all she wrote. Me love you. Long time. Um, in other words, that's it for the round. If you don't want to hear the answers yet, and you don't want me talking while you try to think, press pause. And unpause the answers to round number two. Jesus, I can't believe it. I always say this. And yet it's often true. I can't believe we're like two-thirds of the way done this. It feels like I just started, like half an hour ago. Round number three. Nope. Round number two. Question number one. The TV miniseries that featured the actors Dennis Christopher, Richard Thomas, John Ritter, Seth Green, and Jonathan Brandis. Uh, the last two were still child actors. You actually get to see John Ritter make out with a clown. <clears throat> And the TV miniseries was It, It, Stephen King's It. Question number two, A Fair Delance. I believe I first came across this in a Sherlock Holmes story where a guy pulled on a bell cord, which turned out to be a venomous snake that bit him in the head. Ho, 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 that Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, it's a snake, which I think I just said. I inadvertently revealed it. It's a snake, a poisonous snake. Question number three, the prefix Selino refers to what heavenly body? It's the moon, our moon, the Earth's moon, Luna, the moon. Question number four, it's a baseball compound word. It's a police station compound word. And it's a Fox News current affairs show compound word title along with the word the. What is it? It's the lineup, the lineup. Yes, lineup. Question number five, the name of the plant that means rose tree, which is kind of silly if you think about it, for the reasons I stated previously, it's rhododendron. Rhododendron, that's where that name comes from. Question number six, Ken Salazar, the member of the cabinet with the most badass name who happens to have 
the pussiest title. He is the Secretary of the Interior. Secretary of the Interior. Question number seven, vicissitudes. What are they? They are C, unpleasant changes in circumstances. Yes, sometimes this game helps me to learn as well. Question number eight, the highest rank that one can reach as a Boy Scout of America. That is the Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. Question number nine, the continent that is home to the highest number of marsupial species. Yes, it's easy. This was not a trick question. It's Australia. Australia has a ton of them. And then also some rabbits. Uh, and number two, I believe they also have rabbits, is South America. So if you put down Australia, you got the point. And if you put down Australia and South America, you got a point of extra credit. And question number 10, the musical artist who was originally part of a duo, get this, it's not Hall or Oates. It's not George Michael or Andrew Ridgely. And it's not Sonny or Cher. And if you put down Garfunkel, good try. It's Paul Simon, Paul Simon, Paul Simon. All right, so tally up your scores. If you did joke around number two, remember only the 10 regular points can double in value. Your bonus points cannot double in value. And if you did not joke around number one or round number two, round number three automatically jokers for you. Uh, even if you forget, but don't forget, all right? I'm just saying you can't lose it just because you forget to use it. It happens automatically for round three, but don't forget because that makes things easier. All right, so let's carry on with our third and final round. Uh, round number three, question number one. There are some celebrities. They're mainly famous because of television, and their last names rhyme. So three different celebrity surnames that rhyme with one another. The first surname refers to a Tom and a Dick, but not to a Harry. The second surname is Family Ties' Tina. And the last surname is a Dr. Joyce. If you get one of those last names, you get a point. If you get two of the last names, you get a point of extra credit. And if you get all three of those last names, you get two points of extra credit. So. Three celebrity surnames, three celebrity last names. These celebrities are mainly famous because of TVs. Three famous TV celebrity last names that rhyme with one another. The first last name, you've got a Tom and a Dick, but not a Harry. The second last name, you have Family Ties' Tina. And the third last name, you have a Dr. Joyce. Name one of those three rhyming last names, you get the point. If you name two of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three, you get two points of extra credit. Question number two. Question number two. Currently, as in right now, the oldest active American make of car is the Buick, right? So Buick is the oldest active American make of car, the Buick. Buick has held that honor since 2004 when it replaced what older American make. So Buick right now is the oldest active American make. It has been the oldest active American make since 2004 because in that year what had been the oldest active American make of car it went defunct in 2004. What make of car do I refer to? Question number three, question number three, uh, like 
two weeks ago, not even, a U.S. state celebrated its bicentennial for 30-2012, or 34-2012, April the 30th, 2012. Which state is that? Which state celebrated its bicentennial on April 30th, 2012? And I'm in a U.S. state, and when I say bicentennial, I mean it celebrated its 200th year as part of our fair union. Which state is that? Question number four. Question number four. NWA, the hip-hop group NWA. They hailed from which city? What city did NWA hail from? Question number five. Question number five. Name an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that is also a school supply. And just because there might be some confusion with certain Britishisms, and I don't want you to put down kindergarten cop and then get mad with me. When I say school supply, I mean it's some material that people bring to school. So what Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is also a name for a school supply? Question number six. Question number six. Junior Seau. Junior Seau. Uh committed suicide in what was literally a heartbreaking story, Junior Seau, when he played in the NFL. What position did he play? Junior Seau, what position did he play when he played in the NFL? Question number seven. Question number seven. Uh... I need a 10-letter H word. This is a word that is 10 letters long and begins with the letter H, like hoedown. Also, it's a synonym for hoedown. What 10-letter H word is that? So it's 10 letters long. It's an English word, and it begins with the letter H, as in hoedown. It is also a synonym for hoedown. What 10-letter H word is that? Question number eight. Question number eight. What vegetable? What vegetable has a name that comes from a word that means head? Like the thing atop of one's neck. Or the film by the monkeys and Jack Nicholson. Um, what vegetable has a name that comes from a word for head? Question number nine. Question number nine. The deadliest tornado ever recorded did not occur in the United States. And in fact, for a long time, when I was a kid, I thought tornadoes only happened in the United States. But then again, I also thought that the Pope was from the United States. I was wrong about that as well. Uh, if you want to mock me, email me 3 quizzo the numeral 3 quizzo at gmail.com. Uh, anyway, the deadliest tornado ever recorded didn't touch down in the United States. In fact, it didn't even touch down in North America. On which continent did the deadliest tornado ever wreak its deadly destruction? And for a point of extra credit, get the country correct as well. So for the point, just tell me on which continent the deadliest tornado ever recorded killed the most people. For a point of extra credit, name the country. 
specifically. And question number 10, round number three. Question number 10, there is a guy, he was a CEO of a company. And when he was the CEO of that company, he famously said, I'd like my life back. And fortunately for him, he quickly got his life back because he was fired as the CEO. What company was he the CEO of? Tony Hayward, CEO of a company, said, I'd like my life back, and then got it back when he was fired as the CEO of the company. Which company is that? All right, let's go through all of these questions one last time. And then I leave you to your own devices. Round number three. Question number one. Some celebrities famous mainly from TV with rhyming last names. The first last name refers to a Tom and a Dick, but not a Harry. The second is Family Ties' Tina. And the third is a Dr. Joyce. Name one of those rhyming last names, get the point. Name two of the rhyming last names for a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three rhyming last names, you get two points of extra credit. Question number two. In 2004, Buick became the oldest active American make of car. Because what older American make of car went defunct in 2004? Question number three. Which U.S. state celebrated its bicentennial in this, these United States of America on April 30th, 2012? What state was that? Question number four. N.W.A. The hip-hop group N.W.A. hailed from which city? Question number five. Name a Schwarzenegger film that is also a school supply. Question number six, Junior Seau, when he played in the NFL, what was his position? Question number seven, give me a 10-letter H word. This is an English word that begins with the letter H and has 10 letters, and it means hoedown. Give me such a word. Question number eight, what vegetable has a name that comes from a word that means head? Question number nine, the continent that saw the deadliest tornado destruction ever. What continent? was that tornado on, and for a point of extra credit, specifically what country did that tornado do its destruction? And question number 10, Tony Hayward. He was the CEO of a company when he said, I'd like my life back. So he got it back and was fired as the CEO of that company. What company is it? All right, so it's up to you now. This is out of my hands, but I believe in you. And I believe in your brain, damn it. So anyway, uh, remember, if you didn't joke around one or round two, you can joke around three, but only your regular points double in value, all right? All right, and if you don't want to hear me revealing the answers yet, press pause. And unpause the answers to our last round. Round number three, question number one. Um, celebrities with rhyming last names, the Tom and the Dick, but not the Harry, that's Tom and Dick Smothers, the Smothers's question, the Smothers's, uh, and family ties is Tina, that was, and is, Tina Yothers, Yothers with a Y, Y-O-T-H-E-R-S, and lastly, Dr. Joyce Brothers, as in the Smothers Brothers, so if you put down Smothers or yothers, or brothers, give yourself a point, 
If you put down two of them, give yourself a point of extra credit. And if you put down all three, give yourself two points of extra credit. Question number two. In 2004, Buick displaced what company as the oldest active American make of car? It was very old and made automobiles. It's Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile had been the oldest and then went belly up in 2004. Question number three. The U.S. state that celebrated its bicentennial on April 30th, 2012. Uh, 200 years ago, in 1812, Napoleon was still afoot, and his plans were affecting the world. It's Louisiana, Louisiana. Question number four. NWA hailed from which city? It was an American city, so if you put down Saskatchewan, you're shit out of luck. Um... Also, if you put down L.A., you're shit out of luck. It's in L.A. County, but it's not in L.A. City. It is a separate city in L.A. County, and it is the city of Compton. Compton. Question number five, the Schwarzenegger movie that is also a school supply. It was the one with the pretty cool guns and the ridiculous accent. Oh, wait, I need to be more specific. It's Eraser. Eraser. Question number six, Junior Seau. His position when he played in the NFL, he was a linebacker. Linebacker. Question number seven. The ten-letter H word that means hoedown. That is a hootenanny. Hootenanny. Question number eight. The vegetable. Or a vegetable. Because there are two that I know of whose names come from a word that means head. Uh, one of them, it comes from uh, the same root as like decapitate, it's cabbage, cabbage, a head of cabbage, literally. And also carrot, for some reason carrot also comes from a word that means head. If your head looks like a carrot, ask your doctor if major craniofacial surgery is right for you. Question number nine, the continent that was home to the deadliest tornado. I told you it's not North America. It's not South America. It's not Antarctica. It's Asia, Asia, specifically Bangladesh, Bangladesh, where, my God, let's help them improve their infrastructure. Bangladesh, for a point of extra credit, if you just put down Asia, that was good for the point. If you put down Asia and Bangladesh, you got a point of extra credit. And question number 10, Tony Hayward wanted his life back and got it back when he was fired as the CEO of BP, BP. All right, so tally up those scores. Count them up and see how you are doing. And if we have a tie, here is the way that we're going to break it. I'm going to ask a tiebreaker question. Um, this is the way tiebreakers work in this game. I'm going to ask a question that has a numerical answer, and whichever team comes closer, doesn't matter if you're over or under. I don't care. Just whichever team comes closer will win the game. Now, there's a very special situation which may arise if one team is over the correct answer by a certain amount and the other team is under the correct answer by that same exact amount. In that special situation, showcase showdown rules kick in and the game will go to the lower guess, all right? So you can go over or under, doesn't matter, but if there's a secondary tie, the lower guess takes it. So here is your tiebreaker question. The question is about G-Force, not the Zach Galifianakis movie, about gerbils, actual gravitational force. I had long believed that the human who withstood the highest G-Forces ever was professional badass and military balloon jumper Joseph Kittinger, but it turns out, no, Joseph Kittinger has not. Um, tell me, John Stapp, 
John Stapp, also professional badass. Uh, John Stapp holds the record for voluntarily undergoing the highest amount of G-forces and surviving. How many G-forces did John Stapp voluntarily undergo to set that record? Uh, and just get it to the nearest G, okay? So just whole number to the nearest G. How many G-forces did John Stapp voluntarily undergo to get the record for surviving, voluntarily surviving the highest G-forces by a human being? How many G-forces? All right, so you'll have at least 30 seconds to answer that question. In the meantime, let me do my goodbyes. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Pablo. Goodbye, Steve, from New Music Transmission. Thank you for the intro. I love them. And uh, people, if you like new music and you like podcasts, you should listen to the podcast. There's also some good YouTube clips where you can see what Steve looks like. He kind of looks like my friend Paco, but with an English accent. And what else? Oh, thank you for listening this far. This one was a little bit disjointed. For that, I say thank you, Benadryl. Thank you very much. Uh, but thank you guys for making it through here. As always, this is a work in progress. If you have any tips, please shoot me a line. If you just want to say hello or say shut up, shoot me a line. If you maybe want to be a live guest, play the game against somebody else, shoot me a line. The email address is 3waykwizzo. That's the numeral 3, W-A-Y. Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com, threewayquizzo at gmail.com. All right, however you got here, get home safe. I still have more than half of a beer in here. This is not good. Um, tight, everybody. And so let's do the answer to the tiebreaker. Um, Joseph Kittinger survived a shitload of Gs. I think he survived like 22 Gs. John Stapp survived even more. How many did John Stapp voluntarily withstand to set the record? It is a whopping 46, 46.2. But like I said, just whole number, 46 times the force of Earth's gravity he was able to withstand, although he did kind of ruin his eyes forever. And uh, that's not even the most Gs that a human has ever survived. British car racer by the name of David Purley. David Purley, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, a hero. He tried to save another racer from a fire. No one would help the racer asphyxiated, but still, he put his life at risk. And then later, he crashed his supercharged car into a wall and survived a whopping 180 Gs. That is literally eye-popping. That's right, I said it. All right. I gotta stop recording before I say something stupid. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Shoot me an email. Say hello. 3 at gmail.com. And I will talk to you next week. Later.